This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Your morning starts now. It's the Q102 Jeff and Jen podcast brought to you by CBG Airport. Start your trip at cbgairport.com. You've reached the stimulus check hotline if you're dead and have not received your check yet. Press one if you're dead and would like to return the money. Press two if you're dead and are going to keep the money. Press three. And if you're dead, how did you call this number? Ha, you're busted. The FBI is monitoring this call. And you're about to spend the next three to seven months in the slammer. You're going to wish you were dead. Seven twenty-three, Jeff and Jen, Q one hundred two. Yeah, the uh, the U.S. Treasury Department, I guess, sent more than a million stimulus checks, not a million dollars, a million stimulus checks. To dead taxpayers. That's a problem. That's a lot of money. That's that's a hit of $1.4 billion wow. right there. So not only is the government hoping whoever you know received those checks or family members or whoever's collecting the dead person's mail will return <laughs> the checks. <laughs> and they have also uh, <laughs> <laughs> Good luck with set that. up that special hotline. So, yeah, we'll, we'll see what happens. Has anyone... I was reading an article in the Cincinnati Inquirer a couple of weeks ago, and I think Fritz is the one who came across it, how some people are being asked to return their stimulus money, mm-hmm. some of their unemployment money, because after receiving the money, they were later determined they didn't qualify. I haven't heard any more about it other than that short blurb that I wrote. I didn't know if that was anything, that was something that was affecting you or anyone that you know. Not that I know of, but I do know that a lot of people... Arna, I don't think, no, they said that you have to take taxes out of it at the end of the year, I guess. You're going to have to pay taxes on, on all that money you that got. That seems to keep changing every time they yeah, tell the story. I did hear that. And that's got to be difficult if you are out of work and you get that check, you spend that money, and then they determine later that you don't qualify and now you're on the hook for that. Yeah. To add insult mm-hmm. to injury. Mm-hmm. Speaking of... The coronavirus insanity going on out there. Thousands of people showed up to a packed beach in England this week on its hottest day of the year so far. Ended up leaving a ton of trash behind, and they apparently didn't have access to bathrooms either. It got so messy and crazy, at least one person defecated in a fast food burger box and ended up leaving it. Why? I'm assuming those bathrooms were closed because they weren't sure. prepared to open because of the shutdown. In other crazy coronavirus news this morning, Chuck E. Cheese has filed for bankruptcy. 
That doesn't mean they're closing, but business has obviously been tough for them since the outbreak. We're seeing that with a lot of restaurants. Dos Equis is giving away six-foot-long beer coolers today that are supposed to promote social distancing. Yeah. You have to buy some Dos Equis and submit a photo of the receipt for a chance at one. Uh, the promo starts, I guess, at 11 a.m. Eastern today, and they only have a limited number. So if that interests you, you better get on it. Uh, what else do we have here this morning? Yeah, more adults are living with their parents or grandparents now than any other time in U.S. history. 2.7 million adults moved back home in with their parents in the months of March and April. Most of them are college-aged. But you're not alone. Pakistan is saying that their outbreak is partly to blame for the plane crash that killed 97 people there last month. It turns out the pilots got distracted and forgot to lower the landing gear. Mm. What is it that distracted them? They were reviewing the cockpit flight recorder. And they were having this intense discussion about the coronavirus and just completely forgot to lower the landing gear. And what's crazy is they were so involved in this conversation, they were like conscious enough to attempt a second landing because Mm -hmm. I guess the engines had like scraped the ground in the first pass and they went back again and it still didn't occur to them that, that the landing gear wasn't properly uh, deployed, mm-hmm. and uh, then one government official uh, was warning people that evidently a third of the pilots in Pakistan. Always feel confident on your second date. With help from the Plastic Surgery Group, schedule a consultation at 513-791-4440 or at theplasticsurgerygroup.com. Surgery has an art. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And uh, have fake licenses. Why? That's an issue. Yeah. You might want to consider that. Yeah, before you get on. When you're making travel plans. Pakistan, is that what it's? Uh, Pakistan International. What? Yeah. How is that even possible? Well, you know, you ride it, you ride it along enough times and watch. You can. An airplane. Big Earth. Well, Lots obviously, of of I mean, they are landing a few of them. License. Right. It's a piece of paper. Right. It's a, it's a technicality. It yeah. it I remember going to Greece and we went on a uh, a boat tour into the the ocean or the Algean Sea or whatever it is there to go swim off this boat and feel the underwater volcano. Oh, fine. Cool. Let's go. So we sign up and we go. We pay our tour. There's hundred something people on this boat, and they're like, "All right, it's time to get in the water." And people just start jumping off the boat. There's 150 yeah. people in the middle of the sea. No one counted. No one took attendance. And then it was like, all right, we're going. Everyone get back on. And I'm like, holy bleep. We could be left here. So like, yeah. As far as like 
regulations and stuff. It's different all yeah. over the world. Yeah. yeah, here it is. More than 30%, wow. 30% of civilian pilots in Pakistan have fake licenses and are not qualified to fly. Wow. That from the country's aviation minister. <laughs> oh, wow. Oh, wow. Revealing that He's Wednesday. still the minister of that. Yeah. Hey, just so you know. <laughs> I'm in charge. As the aviation minister, I have access to this information. Oh, wow. You might want to know. Uh, what else? What else? What else? Only, uh, let's see. Oh, here you go. One in seven people have worked from their bathroom. We have a lot of people working from home. Mm-hmm. One in seven people have worked from their bathroom since the crisis began, according to a new survey. Because... You know, when you got a full house of kids who are also home and you need a room yep. to Zoom. There's Zoom your place. Room. Yeah. I know. It's crazy. So this CDC is estimating the true number of Americans who've had the virus could be way higher than they than they've than anyone's been able to verify. Ten times, didn't yeah, they? Yeah. They're guessing it could be as high as twenty million. Wow. Yeah. New daily cases in the U.S., uh, not the highest, second highest, 41,184 new cases with 649 new deaths. So that puts the total cases in the U.S. that they've been able to confirm at just over 2.5 million with more than 126,000 deaths and over 1 million people who have now recovered. I mean, I know most everybody... or a lot of people were excited about everything opening back up and they're getting out there and they're doing things. Are you guys getting the sense that now that there's this huge spike that those people that have been going out and doing things are, are second guessing that decision and maybe dialing back on how much they're out there in the middle of stuff? Or do you think most everybody is still ah, we're going, everything's fine. Based on where I've hung out and gone, it just, to me, feels like business as usual. Mm-hmm. I will say, though, that, you know, we've been, we've, we pick and choose where we go based on can we be outside? Is it a little more chill than everyone packed in tight? Uh, but stuff is still, I think people are still following the rules even though they're out. Mm-hmm. Like every restaurant I've been to, the seats are pushed apart. Yep. They have, you know, some tables have giant X's on them. Hey, we only have six people at that table. You got seven. You got to split it up. Mm-hmm. It's not necessarily just that, though. It's also like, for example, I saw this story out of Kentucky that someone threw a surprise birthday party. And after the party, 19 people tested positive because they were just at the party. At the together. party. Yeah, that was uh, Texas. Family Texas, in Texas sorry. throwing mm-hmm. a surprise birthday party late last month. 18 of them testing positive. Yeah. I mean, like that kind of situation. We were just together for my birthday and Father's Day, you know, mm-hmm. on the 21st. It's like 21st. So we got a few more days before we see the <laughs> Yeah. I'm on well, vacation next week, that. so you'll be fine. But uh, yeah. yeah, I, I don't mean, know. But that's the situation that I'm like. You know, we're not going out of time. We're still going to Kroger. We're still coming to work. You know, we're socializing here and there. But what if you just go to a loved one's house or something? Yeah, you just don't know. And, and I, I find this really interesting, too, that there's a lot of talk that they're talking about. You know, younger people are getting it now The between the ages of 20 and 39. And the timing of everything. I mean, do you think there's a connection? I wish they would ask these people or we could get some statistics 
of how many of these 20 and 30 somethings that are being that are getting tested positive how many of them were at a protest somewhere? Oh, I would imagine quite a few. Yeah. Don't you? Because, you know, it's it's funny because why did the media, remember when there was in the in the Ozarks, there was that big party and then that was all, that's all anybody talked about, these crazy people at the Ozarks. And then all these people got sick. We've had how many thousands of people at protests and not a word about making the connection with that. Yeah. I heard him make a connection just now, just a few minutes ago this morning. Did you hear it this oh, morning? Because yeah. I had not Absolutely. prior to. Yeah. I also saw on my Facebook page, someone posted like the like the, the people that were getting a spike because of the people that are going to bars, not protest. And I'm like. I think it's all of it. <laughs> yeah, I think it is all of it. How like, say, How can you say it's People that are at protests are immune. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And Fritch's birthday party. Yeah. Right. <laughs> no. Don't say that. No, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know either. I mean, we've all decided, we all collectively kind of made a decision that we didn't want to be cooped up in our homes after two months and we wanted to get back to business as usual and we convinced ourselves that we kind of had this thing under control and that the safety protocols that we've installed are adequate and, you know, we're proceeding on with our lives in the best and safest way we can and That's you know the, the gyms sued governor dewine and the, you know the water parks lawsuits are being filed and daycares are starting to sue and and i think you know governor dewine god bless him you know he knew he wasn't gonna be able to enforce these things but you know he forever but he got it, he put he these policies in place could. for as long as he could yeah. you know f- knowing full well someone was gonna wise up and say hey wait a second yeah you can't do that and then uh, the minute the lawsuit would be filed, he'd be like, so I have some good news. Gyms can open tomorrow, <laughs> starting tomorrow. <laughs> uh, water parks, too. Yeah. 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 So I think it's going to be hard to put that stuff, that genie back in the bottle. Mm, that's going to depend yeah. on how many people get sick. Yeah. yeah. And how close it is to those people being affected, you know? Right. Mm. And, you know, we're seeing these huge record spikes in states like California and Arizona and Texas. And we're seeing a spike here, but our healthcare system isn't under the kind of stress they're seeing in states like California, Arizona, and Texas, where they're seeing rapid increases in ICU beds being occupied, hospitalizations. So a lot can happen. I'm wondering what it's going to look like in a month or two, because I've got some traveling to do. Same. My elderly mother wants to visit Florida. What's Florida going to look like Mm -hmm. in a month and a half? That's the other thing about, you know, just the world we've been living in for the past couple of months is we've kind of been flying by the seat of our pants. Tough to make plans. Mm -hmm. Yes. And still a lot of time at home with not much (laughs) for the children to do. Yeah. (laughs) Go for a walk. Feed the chickens. Yeah. Feed the goats. Yep. Learn proper proper street crossing exercises. Absolutely. A little the singing length. lesson here and there. Yep. What's Jacob working on in his new song anyway? He new moves song? on from Hot Girl Bummer. <laughs> he has. He's singing Ride It. And we need audio. I don't know where he uh, picked this song up. I don't know if this song is in the B movie because it seemed like this is he watched that movie. And then this song, 
I love you, baby. And if it's not all right, <laughs> I don't know. Frankie Valley. Yeah, that's what he is all about right now. You're just <laughs> too good to be true. <laughs> Can't so. take my eyes off you. Yeah, he, he loves it. 737, <laughs> Jeff and Jen, Cincinnati's Q102. All right, Cincinnati's Q102. It's Jeff and Jen, 745, mix of sun and clouds today, pop-up shower, and a high of 87. Uh, right now, 67 at Cincinnati's Q102. Where did my turbo relationship story go? I had it, and then I lost it. No, there it is. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it'll just be a moment. Sorry, it's a it's live fair. show, guys. Mm-hmm. I can't say, hey, can we stop and take this again? People are always saying how, you know, you got to be with someone for at least two years before you really know if they're right for you. Sometimes more than that. Yeah, I would argue, you know, 10 is probably a little more reasonable. probably a good, yeah. yeah. It's a lot of shifting and changing over the course of 10 years. A lot can happen. Because you just don't know. Are you going to grow together or are you going to grow apart? So much can happen. That's right. But the lockdown might be moving that mark way up. Causing something called turbo relationships. One thing I, I got to give eHarmony credit because they sure do ask a lot of questions, which means they have a lot of data, and they talk to couples who recently moved in together. According to that doctor guy, that's that's their whole thing. They figure it out it's for the you. Data. It's the, the science little, uh, behind it, right? Yeah, along with that song. That's right. <laughs> this will be. And over a third think the past two months have been equivalent, have been the equivalent of two years. Yeah, well, it's a lot of time. And and you, you're spending together. I mean, if you usually spent three or four hours a day together and now you're spending 24 and in the middle of a crisis, I mean, this is crisis. You're going to learn a lot about another person in a crisis type situation. Oh, yeah. Right. Everyone that I've talked to that we've seen, they most people haven't said anything negative or like, oh, they they just always go, it's a lot of togetherness. Yeah. <laughs> Which I think puts a nice little, you know, eh, and yay at the same time. It's a lot of togetherness. It's a lot of togetherness. I love hearing about partners watching their partners work from home. Oh, yeah. And what they're learning about their significant other and... And their job, because you you don't really know what their day at the office is like. You get their side of the story, but to sit and watch them, listen to them interact yeah. with their coworkers. And- well, and I always thought that, like, Scott, you know, I'm like, how hard can it really be? Which I'm sure is how he feels the exact same about my job. But then when I would watch. He would be right. Yeah, right. But when I watch him work, when I watched him work and how much he was on the phone and the way that he would talk to people and try to navigate through situations, I was like, wow, babe. There's a lot to that. Yeah. Like way more than I thought. He was faking those phone calls. Oh, no, he wasn't. (laughs) (laughs) Some of them I could hear. (laughs) Yeah. We we learned that Christopher likes to sing a lot during his work day. He does. He jams out to music when he's not on conference calls. He also is one of those super organized people that. I could never do that. I could not do that type of job. His logistics. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah same. All I the meetings the and about... all the people that have to be connected to yeah. get to the fi- to the finish line. And the That's conference great. calls that, that I that would 
that they would be on. I'm like, no, I don't know if I could do that. Yeah. Did you guys find it sexy at all? Sometimes, yeah. Just to listen to them talk. Does Chris and sing? sound real smart? Yeah. Does Chris <laughs> sing at work though? Like actual work? Would he just belt out a tune, or was I that just because he was comfortable at home? I doubt it. And he doesn't know anyone can hear him because he's got his headphones. Right. On. So I'll I'll get home and he won't even know. And there he's singing Adele or I love it, Lady Gaga, Lady A or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So if you're supposed to like be in a relationship for two years before you really know if they're right for you, the lockdown has changed that because, you know, most people feel like these two months have been like two years considering all the togetherness. 28% of those folks said it's actually forced them to get better at communicating. One in five have discovered, wait, we got way more shared interests than I thought we did. <laughs> I do really like you and what you do. Two-thirds of those folks said the lockdown actually made their relationship stronger. It did ours, 100%. And over half said they now know for sure that their partner is definitely the one after going and living through that. That's nice. Yeah. Now, I'll be honest with you. It's had the opposite effect for some couples. 17% 17% said the lockdown made them realize their relationship is over. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's sad. And 7%, is it though? 7% discovered an affair. Mm. Yeah, because I mean, really, this whole working from home put a damper on those office romances. The side the action. The side action, yes. Yeah. We did have that conversation, though, like, when we were released to kind of come back to work and all that stuff, I did say to Scott, like, now I know we could survive on a deserted island with just the two of us, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Before, I would have been like, eh, but maybe survival. Right. So something else that's starting to rear its ugly head is with all of these people working from home, they're seeing more and more hacking going on with company computers because people, when they're working from home, aren't taking the same... Um, security precautions Mm -hmm. that they're used to taking at work, you know, with the IT guy making sure that you're changing passwords and not clicking on this and making you go through the training because more and more people are just working from home. They're not thinking about security issues. So a lot of companies are being hacked through employees' computers at home. Mm -hmm. Oh, wow. So that'll be interesting. But... Oh, and by the way, today, uh, let's see, yesterday I think was National Work From Home Day. Today is National Bring Your Pet to Work Day. Oh, now you tell us. <laughs> well, since so many... <laughs> sort of did that on purpose, that didn't you? That was by design. Uh-huh. <laughs> what? We didn't get a reminder note yesterday. Hey, what? don't forget to bring the boys in. Tim, have you ever brought your dog in here? I think Steve stopped by to say hey a few times, but I don't think he's stayed the whole no, four or five hours. No, he's never stayed the whole show. No. I've never, I don't know if I've ever seen him in the building. Yeah. Hmm. Well, it's easy to do. So many people working from home. A lot of dogs have been going to work every day anyway. Mm-hmm. So. Merle sure liked it. That extra me throwing the ball time. When you were working from home, yeah. yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Thanks for listening to the Q102 Jeff and Jen Morning Show Podcast, brought to you by CBG Airport. Start your trip at CBGAirport.com.